0: You're listening to the Great To Talk podcast by the Great Western Hospital NHS Foundation Trust. In this episode, we're going to find out what it's like to work in the NHS while also serving for the armed forces in hostile battle zones. I'm Dr Ben Maxwell. I'm a consultant anaesthetist at the Great Western. Anaesthetists are doctors. We are involved in about a third of the trust activities, so although uh, the core of our job is looking after people around the time of operations, we're also involved in resuscitating the sickest people, people near death, um, and uh, the care of women having babies. I wanted a job that was uh, varied, I wanted a job that wasn't desk-bound, and I think that uh, anaesthesia gives a mix of both a lot of science, and also uh, interaction and serving people. And that's what I wanted. Well, six months before I joined the armed forces, if someone had told me I'd either join the armed forces or become an astronaut, I'd seriously have thought about packing for the moon, wouldn't have occurred to me and I'd have done it. Um, but actually, um, I, I met a friend who um, pointed out that the army badly needed anaesthetists in Afghanistan. And having investigated it and joined, I think it was a really good decision for me. It's been the most fulfilling thing that I've done. So I'd been a consultant for about seven years before I joined the army and I met a a friend, a doctor who uh, was in the army and pointed out how badly the army needed anesthetists in Afghanistan. So I joined to go there. I had about a year technically in the army but I suppose about six months of training before I went and uh, it was um, a huge ramping up, particularly because I, and I couldn't quite understand why when I thought I was going to be wearing a white coat in a different country, in a different hospital, um, I needed quite so much military training. But in fact, as soon as I, well, a month or so before I went to Afghanistan, I learned that they had changed plans and were now sending out a consultant doctor on the pre-hospital helicopter to um, pick up the wounded from the site of injury and that was my job as well as working in hospital so I was doing two things uh, simultaneously I was working virtually working the clock round and that was the most extraordinary experience. Camp Bastion had the biggest trauma hospital in the world at the time and uh, 450 British um, service people were killed but, of course, we were also looking after the enemy and providing them the same standard of care and also looking after civilians. So we were really busy. Um, on the pre-hospital helicopter, it was extraordinary to see Afghanistan from the air and a Chinook is an extraordinary, extraordinary helicopter to fly in. The signature injury really was from improvised explosive devices, baby traps. So. Um, The loss of lower limbs was the sort of thing that we saw a great deal of. Um, But, sadly, quite a lot of those injured by um, the Taliban were children. They'd get caught in gunfights and things like that. And uh, some of those were uh, very emotional to look after. Um, As an example, uh, I looked after an 11 year old and he had thrown a stone at a a piece of unexploded munition which then exploded and his intestines had been blown out through a very small hole in his abdomen and I brought him in, he was very sick uh, on the aircraft. Having dealt with the worst days in Afghanistan mean that few things uh, are, are quite as bad. So the worst day that we had, um, we went out to six Afghan policemen who had lost uh, eight legs and one arm and needed two of their abdomens opened and one chest. And uh, certainly if I could at that point have turned around and said, help, I can't cope with this, I would have. But having coped with it, I hope that it's helped me to cope with uh, the challenges here. It's interesting to think how different the NHS and the Army are. Um, I think, in a sense, the Army probably quite likes recruiting NHS staff because although we're quite touchy-feely, actually we have strong values and a strong um, determination to do the best for the patient. The Army also deals with, uh, puts you in a variety of different environments, um, so that uh, if you have been challenged, um, for example, in a, in a ditch at night when it's cold and you're tired and um, bad things are happening and you have to make decisions under pressure perhaps it makes it easier to do that in a clinical setting as well it wasn't easy coming back from afghanistan um, partly life is complex isn't it i mean you know suddenly you have to deal with paying the bills and um, and family and things. And those are complexities that the NHS, as an NHS staff have to deal with every day um, as, of course, to uh, undeployed staff in the army. Uh, so a loss of that simplicity of purpose. And also uh, hospitals are complex. Uh, there is a very clear purpose to what we do and we're very privileged to look after old people and uh, the process of um, making them better and, and, and so on is important work. You know, I, I'm so lucky to have worked here for uh, what, 24 years. I think it is true that the uh, that the reservists add something to hospital. Um, it's hard to quantify. Uh, But at the same time, uh, I'm really glad that the Great Western is doing more as a trust to support um, staff who serve but also to support our patients who do. So for the staff, um, that particularly means that they will give up to 10 days uh, of paid leave towards army training. And then for our patients. Um, the Trust, like all NHS organisations, is recording who is a veteran or who is serving. A veteran is anyone that's served a single day in uniform and uh, making sure as part of the Armed Forces Covenant that the government has signed up to that uh, military staff aren't disadvantaged by their service. And locally that's been very concrete and particularly the Defence Welfare Service uh, have uh, put in a f- the equivalent of a full-time person here, charitably funded, and uh, to support the care of veterans. That was the story of Armed Forces Reservist Dr. Ben Maxwell. Great Western Hospital NHS Foundation Trust has been accredited as a veteran aware organisation. And you can find out more about the work of our Armed Forces Network by visiting gwh.nhs.net. More episodes of Great to Talk are available wherever you find your podcast and click subscribe to automatically download future episodes.